0: Moment. keep looking at the MacBook you know that's where you are so that's like I'm talking to you down here
1: just don't look at me just, yeah, just shift me wherever I need to be I'm just a talking head at this point well we'll see how we go won't we uh, so welcome yeah. to the show guys yay Hello. Oh, how how are we all this morning? I've already asked you this two minutes
0: ago, but we're going to redo it. We're all good. Uh, We're both very tired. It's been a very long December, and we're both looking forward to a small break over Christmas.
2: I can't wait. I've got like three more hours of work this afternoon, and then I'm done. So like four days. So I can't. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. And I finished on
1: Wednesday, but so what? I say we're actually doing this before New Year for a change.
0: We are doing it before New Year, yeah. Usually, we're we're not. It's usually New Year's Day, isn't it?
1: See, the New Year's Day, oh, it's Boxing like New day. Year's Eve or Boxing Day or usually whenever I had to drive you back to yours was yes. Usually, most of the time, oh, especially sure before New Year's this year, I think it
2: was for New Year's Eve. It's not. I the think day it was probably
0: Boxing Day or New Year's Eve. I think it was New Year's Eve we did it last year. Yeah, because I was going to go out with you
1: New Year's Eve and then I didn't because I had a. Like, and then abandoned yeah it was like a massive migraine or something didn't you yeah it was like one of those like struck down and then no energy i was like yeah i don't really want to be stood in like a, a pub at midnight with this yeah
0: so. probably COVID. yeah full-on abandoned no it, it. so. uh, nah, it's all good i mean i've got a banging headache at the minute i've been having it I've, this is my third day of a headache it's doing my head in. cannot shift it codeine no codeine's no good for headaches
2: is it not?
0: great for headaches. No, that's- you're what's not supposed best to take it. For thing
1: headache? for headaches and migraines.
2: <laughs>
0: you're not or supposed codamol. to take it for that.
2: Codeine is just great for everything.
0: Look yeah,
1: at Codeine's a controlled substance in the US. It's a controlled substance. Here. I'm
2: going to say that whenever you ask for codeine at Boots, they're like, "What's it for? Have you had it before? Are you going to take it for more than three days?" And you're like, oh, no, <laughs> my tooth just hurts."
0: <laughs> yeah, it was um, what's it for? Opioids, is not it? So yeah, true. Yeah, it's technically addictive.
2: But,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, America has a wonderful opioid crisis. I'm going to,
2: to say, I'm surprised they're not just giving it away. <laughs> they do for <laughs> everything.
0: You could probably just go get fentanyl, and it'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. Be fine. you got to you some but,
1: Yeah, there's some codeine, some codeine, some opioids. We're going to start off with the the usual question, which is slightly wider this this week uh, of who are you people?
0: Well, I've been on the podcast four times,
1: so. Yeah, but if no one's seen the other episodes, they might not know who you are.
0: So <laughs> they're missing out on some great content. That's what they might missing change out on.
1: year to year. You might, <laughs> you know, one year you might be like, uh, "I'm not this anymore."
0: Yeah, well, no. So either way, I'm your brother, and if people can tell that by the fact that our voices sound very similar and we look a little bit similar, then then yeah, yeah, I'm your brother. So I've been on the podcast several times, and I'm here again for our annual podcast. My annual podcast. Who <laughs> are you?
2: um i'm amy i'm martin's girlfriend this is my first time on the podcast so it's an exciting time i'm so excited to see what happens yeah i think chatting
0: and what you guys met for the first time a month ago month and a half ago
2: yeah something like that yeah recently
0: yeah because we started dating after you moved to america so took us a while yes well, yeah.
1: I mean, we're not popping back and forth, and we don't do this very often. So, once a year is as much as
0: we it's talk. Second. It's annual. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Before. We don't talk outside of this podcast. That's yeah, just a, just a few texts every now and again. Just some life updates, and then that's it. And we just don't talk.
2: <laughs> <But> that's <laughs> the
1: kind of family we are. Yeah,
2: that's what my family's like. I hardly ever talk to my family, and then like every three months, my mum will text me if I've not spoken to her. Like you okay? And I go, yeah, I'm okay. You okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, oh, good. There we go. Caught up. Done.
1: Congratulations. You're alive. (laughs) you the old proof of life and then, and then move on. I mean, I asked who you are in the sense of as well, like what you do. I know we mentioned that you're like tired for the end of the year because you both have jobs, but (laughs) (laughs) what do you describe as what you, what do you, what do you guys do?
0: I don't know like i i think Who i describe myself different every year like that's that's, that's why i always ask as well yeah i don't know like i'm i'm in marketing and i'm in design and creative services and content creation for the hospitality industry um i've been doing that for 5 6 years so that's pretty much what i do but i think i just describe it different every single year
2: yeah no mine's mine's not as exciting i run a restaurant i've been a hospitality sort of restaurant cafe etc manager for like eight years so i just kind of bounce around different things Do tapas at the moment tapas tapas no (laughs) (laughs)
0: um i mean yeah you downplay it but you are the general manager of like the, the busiest restaurant in the city centre of Nottingham. Yeah,
2: it just doesn't sound as fun as your job.
0: You know, it's in the Michelin Star Guide as well.
2: True. It
0: doesn't have a Michelin Star but it's in the guide. You know, it's doing it's doing pretty well. It's well,
2: alright. We're in one of three in Nottingham and the other one, one of the other ones is one of our other restaurants so yeah. I feel like we're not doing too badly.
1: No. <laughs> not like a small deal. <laughs>
2: oh so. yeah, okay, okay. I'm just I'm like talking myself up. I'm sorry I do this. Well, i just turn you up both, i talk you
1: both, to people you both have introduced yourself but neither of you have mentioned that you started doing youtube oh yeah well that's, you're not you're that's not that's describing yourself topic. as <laughs> i know but that's i figured that's how you'd introduce yourself is like oh and we do we do this and it's like nope you just ignore no, well,
0: that, I, 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 that was going to pull onto <laughs> the topic of like uh, recently, recently <laughs> we've both started doing youtube a little bit um we went on holiday a month and a half ago to new york which was to visit you and we were with all our friends and stuff and we decided to vlog the trip and we because we like we've watched a lot of travel vlog stuff and we watch a lot of like we watch a lot of vloggers
2: yeah no we do that is what we do
0: and like it's it's part of our keen part of our interest and we thought hey we can do this we could do this this would be fun wouldn't it like this is something to do um and it's it's more of a creative outlet than it is like uh
2: a goal, sort of. Like, yeah, like yeah, like a goal
0: or a push for anything. It's just kind of like, hey, here's something creative we can do in our spare time.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and hey, if some people like it, brilliant. If they don't, they don't.
2: But
1: yeah, it's a good approach to most things.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you can slap the YouTube name on the screen here if you want, and like just. There was a
1: level of editing, nine, which you just <laughs> happened with this podcast. No, you just turn it black and white and it Turn it black and white, I chop okay. off the front and the back, and then I drop it in. <laughs> yeah, there's
2: a link in the description. Yeah, there's no edit in there. Well, link in
1: the description. Oh, there good. you go. You get a link in the description. <laughs> that's, 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 I usually drop the, the links in the
0: description, so we'll, we'll drop the link in the description. But, well, we called it Alternative Adventures because we're both emo kids. Um, and we're going on adventures and it's not like a travel vlog in the sense of like this is the ultimate guide to x place it's more of a case of just hey just follow us along as we do some stuff
2: i think think it's more of like a video diary i would class it than anything else
0: yeah i think that's fair like
2: definitely not like you said really sort of overproduce. like do this and do this and this is all the most exciting thing we've ever done and here's my tv presenter voice and it's just hey, what we're doing we're going to film it.
0: Yeah, like we just put up a video um what 2 days ago, 1 day ago uh, I mean, uh. which was just like what we learned from doing our first vlog and we kind of just went through what we learned and I think it really helped us shape what we don't want as much as what we should be doing. So we learned some stuff like we need to film more stuff. Like we didn't film enough. Do we we came back when there's certain sections that don't have enough footage. Then there's some sections where we filmed too much and then I didn't edit it enough and I should have, because I constantly, when we was editing, I was like, yeah. I need to make the shot, I need to make the shot, I need to make the shot. And I was too precious about some clips because I had filmed it and it was like, oh, I don't want to run out of stuff. And there's the stuff like that we learned. Like, you know, we should have bought these little mics beforehand. So when we're in some tough situations where we couldn't really hear each other, that would have definitely helped. But I think we also learn what we don't want to do. And we don't want to be those people that, you know, when you get to a hotel room, you walk inside, you set the camera up and then you go back outside and then you walk in again.
2: (laughs) Oh, I've just arrived. (laughs) I've
0: arrived in the hotel or like, you know, it's not first thing in the morning where you wake up, set the camera up, climb back in bed and pretend like you're just waking up again. Like we don't want to be those those people. We don't want to have the TV presenter voice, you know you know mm-hmm. one of us has the camera walking backwards down the street while the other one walks towards it going you know and in this street in the history uh, it's just that uh, we don't want to be those people any fun
2: facts we'd throw a fun fact in there that we all hearing. facts
0: facts are facts but we're delivering how we want to deliver it, yeah. it won't we we won't deliver it tv presenter way no yeah. uh and not that we've got anything against that it's just not us and i think that's just not our personalities
1: I mean, the, the, I watched your your uh, your video about like mistakes you'd made, um, and it, not not the video itself, but where you kind of like talking about reminded me of Top Gear, and like because I don't watch a lot of travel, travel vloggers, but not in the sense of like you know your four year old, fifty year old men who don't know what they're doing, but like that mm-hmm. whole idea of so people think Top Gear is real
0: mm-hmm.
1: when it's not. It's staged. Yeah. It's it's go set up a camera, get a place, and like some of it's real and some of it's like organic, but. When they film it, it's very much like these are set pieces we're going to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like we don't, we don't want that really. We want just—I mean, it's going to make our jobs harder. And trying to
2: <laughs> They're sorting out of footage, sorting out footage to then. find
0: interesting things. But you know, like we said in the in the video, like we should have planned a lot more. That's something we didn't do. And like, but not from a, a rigid sense, but more of a hey, we're going to this location. So what do we need? Well, we're going to need a shot of us walking into the location. We're going to make sure we need to get the sign. We're going to make sure we need to get um, footage of us like sitting down or sat at a table. We're going to need a pan of the area. Um, we're going to need a pan of this other area. We'll need a little bit of B-roll. We're going to need to shoot, say there's a restaurant. We're going to shoot the food and each dish needs to have like a little thing. Then we could do to have an introduction to it. Then we could do to have uh, a what we thought of it kind of thing. And that's not like, to me, that's not structure. That's just a checklist. And mm. it it shouldn't at the end it shouldn't come out rigid, should it? No, because it, it's still not going to be us writing a script.
2: Even when we did it yesterday for that actual like proper talking head one, we didn't even we didn't write a script. I was like, maybe we could have written a script, and then I was like, we just still kind of let it flow. Rather, yeah. I than... mean,
0: what did you think of the the uh, things we learned from the first vlog? Do you think that flowed well? Yeah. So
1: I I mean, so I watched. Both the original videos you put out and then I put the yeah. watch you your vlog one. And you you vlog one or your, your list one was it flowed better. Yeah. there was yeah. a lot more editing involved in it and you addressed the points of like the issues which is like the first video, which is like, you know, like you said, you you didn't do too much talking, there's a lot of b-roll of just like going places, yeah. which yeah. then ended up in like music videos, which then made it really long. And yeah. I mean I'm as I say, I'm not a travel vlog watcher. So to me, I'm like, there, going, okay, well, what's the point of this at all in any way, shape, or form? Yeah. But no, I think, yeah, I think it did flow well. It's still, I mean, it's still semi-formulaic, but like you say, not in like a staged way. It's, It's formulaic in the sense of it's reproducing a formula which works on YouTube, but with yourselves and your personality, which then makes it organic because your personalities are your personalities, which are unique.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the idea. It's just to be yeah. us, and, and that's it. And like we said in the video, we think that actually helps people stand out. I mean, like one of the people we really watch, we watch a lot of, is abroad in Japan. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I think I've seen it. It's just like one British guy, right? It's yeah. a British guy in Japan, yeah, and like he has different friends and stuff that dip in and out. But we really mm-hmm. like his content because Chris, oh, it's structured, it's planned. Don't get me wrong, and there's definitely some stuff in there which is staged, but not mm-hmm. like not stage stage, but you know what I mean? Like we're doing this for the camera. We know we're doing this for the camera. We're not just doing the thing and filming. We know we're doing this for the camera. And obviously he has reached a level now where he's got cameramen that follow him on his adventures, especially when he does his Journey Across the Pran series. He has cameramen who are there to capture stuff. And so they're very much aware that they are being filmed, right? Um, but saying all of that, it doesn't ever feel like the content is not Chris Broad. Chris Bro, the presenter, and the guy—he always feels like it's him. It doesn't ever really feel like he's trying. It's
2: not like it's it, like some people like you're like, oh, this is your character. Whereas with him, it's like it feels pretty like this is actually who he is. This is his whole personality. It's not too put on for the show, sort of thing.
0: Yeah, it just feels like yeah. it's him, and, if, and authentic. If, it just, I it feels about. authentic, yeah. and it feels like if it if the camera wasn't on him and you were having a conversation with him in the restaurant. Or a bar you'd get the same person and i think that's the comparison yeah like you made um is like when the camera goes off is this person the same
1: yeah i think that's that's on some level i think that's kind of unavoidable though like i i think i think everyone acts it's, it's like a telephone voice is the way i describe it it's yes, like it is, it is your personality but it's like refined version of you like this is like this isn't how i'm always am even when i'm on camera As Martin knows, we're both very quiet people. So talking at length is not something we really do unless we're extremely comfortable. And I think for yourselves as well, like you turn on a camera and it's you automatically go into presentation mode or work mode where your brain's like, I need to be saying something. I need to be saying, explaining myself and and justifying my things I'm putting into this content, I
0: guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You you definitely self censor. You always do. and And you always kind of like, have a think about it for sure but it's like we we went to your mom's last night then we first. yes um so I'd met Amy's mom once before but like this was the christmas meal uh Amy's mom's last night um her two brothers were there with their girlfriends uh her mom's boyfriend was there and her auntie was there and like I'd met her brothers before and I'd met their partners before and I'd met her mom before and, like, a couple yeah. of, like, Jake, her youngest brother, I'm comfortable with, because so I've met him enough times. Like, Luke's really chill, her other brother. And then, what? yeah, just this is quite quiet. But everyone else hadn't really met before, and they're quite big personalities. So I went into customer service mode. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I don't think that was inauthentically me. I think it was just a censored version of me. I wasn't trying to be someone else. I think it was a reduction of my, if if me as a person is 10 out of 10. I think I reduce myself to a six when I go into customer service mode. And I think I'm not adding fake things on top. And like, there's a, so the, another YouTube that we mentioned during uh, the vlog was a guy called here, Beer bar here, be bar. That's it. Um, and he does guys to New York. I don't know if you've seen his stuff. It's like, with you being there, it's, it's probably worth watching actually. Cause he's like, it shows you some interesting bits and like he's his content is well researched it's thorough and it's useful however he's a former sports broadcaster and when he's on camera he is
2: presenting presenter mode
0: like he is that and i don't feel like if i went for a drink with him that the thing i see on camera is anywhere close to what he's like as a real person i I think it would be very different I think he actually has a persona. He has a sports broadcasting voice, and he's using that. Not It's not a reduction of his core personality. It is a fake personality that he has for screen. And that's not calling him a phony. I just think that's the way he's doing it. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I th- think as well, Like a lot of that's... It's, you go with what makes you confident. You go with what like adds to the situation, and it's like a survival thing. A very much like... I mean, I get more hand gest- gesture when I'm talking. I know I do it. And I do it more and more in person with situations of strangers and this is strangers. This is, you know, the internet. So you're automatically like, Oh, I need to do more of do do more of the thing which makes me more comfortable. So for someone who's trained in sports broadcasting, their brain's gonna go, Okay, cool. We're in the uncomfortable situation. I need to be more of this because this is what is expected.
0: Oh yeah, he'll take his he'll take his strategic pauses and he will You know, wait for people to digest information. Whereas, my defense when I talk is to talk faster.
2: (laughs) I don't need to talk any faster. Ever.
0: You talk very fast. To be fair, Um, yeah, I talk, I talk faster, and I mumble. Um, But yeah,
1: because if you mumble, they can't understand what you're saying and say that it's wrong.
2: Well, I think it's really funny because generally speaking, I'm I'm quite loud. Like my volume control is terrible. But the first few times, like we recorded anything on camera, you're like. Why do you sound so quiet? I was like, you've just started talking, like you're whispering, like this isn't your voice. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing it. We
0: were doing it the other day when we did the uh we did that last video. Um it would be like Amy doesn't like she just talks, she enunciates, right? And she's in um hospitality, so you have to communicate to people, right? And that's just a normal voice. And yeah, you put a microphone in front, of me, she's like, Hi, yeah, my name is Amy. Um, and I'm just over here. Oh, yes, I'm on and it's like <laughs> yeah it's it's very strange you get, you, i'm just like just use your normal voice
2: but then my work voice is like still quite like it's not the quiet voice so i like in theory you'd think that my like customer service work voice would be really similar yeah but it's not
0: mm-hmm. who knows who knows but yeah that's what we've been doing so we've been doing youtube stuff mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Um, no, I mean you know we've we've spoken on this podcast with each other like every year and i think most years you've been like yeah you know i'm going to do a podcast at some point or i'm going to do something at some point and then now you're actually doing it and that's good well
0: that's not to sound wet but you know I'm, i met someone who increased my self-confidence <laughs> and um it's agreed to do it with me which definitely helps and like yeah it's working out very very well
1: was it was kind of I mean, obviously I knew that would do that. And I think a part of me was kind of questioning why now versus like why before. Because like I mean I obviously I put stuff out all the time. Like, yeah. Because I just don't care care how people react to it. I just put stuff out and I'm I'm sort of the good way you know what was that? Said good or bad. Good or bad. It doesn't matter. Good or bad. I'm just putting it out. I'm making something, I'm doing something. And that that satisfies me. And I know from kind of like your standpoint of the, the creative itch has always been there, but there's that, as you say, that anxiety of reaction to it and all those kinds of things.
0: Yeah, I mean like a big part of it as well, to be fair, has been my job is creative, right? So like you don't have a creative job as such, whereas my a lot of my job has been creative. So when I spend all day editing photos, all day chopping video together all day doing design stuff and going back and forth with that kind of thing when I get home do I want to sit in front of illustrator or photoshop or premiere pro I don't like I really don't and my job has evolved over the last year a little bit so I'm doing more big picture stuff now and I've got a couple of assistants who are helping me handle a lot of that kind of mini bits of creative that you know the functional stuff like you need some new photos for the the online ordering app oh we need this for this it's like we need this changing we need this piece of uh poster that goes about allergens or something it's just like i can hand all off to other people now so when i actually do get to do creative stuff at work it's the big picture stuff which is a good thing so it's giving me a bit more time like i had loads of fun editing my photos from new york and i think they came out great and i really enjoyed doing those because i hadn't spent two weeks staring at screens screens doing that essentially so when i got back i was like no this is really fun i enjoyed taking the photos i enjoyed it and when i got back this is good were you doing stuff before like this amy or is this like your first
2: no i've literally when for a while i've just been like again work's always really busy for me and it's really like what's the word i'm looking for like it uses a lot of brain power so when i come home i get into a really bad habit of just sitting and like staring at my phone screen so like for ages I've been saying I just want to find something
0: something some
2: form of creative outlet like that I can do and I feel like this is quite it's fun and then it gives me an opportunity so I didn't really know where to start I was like oh I don't know whether to try this or try this or try this so with this I'm like planning to be like oh okay well I'll learn to edit some videos and then maybe I'll learn to edit some pictures so it's quite a nice little oh I can learn to do quite a lot of stuff and it's not just me and I don't feel too much pressure and
0: well you you wanted to twitch stream for a while because you you were interested in the idea of like because you play a lot of indie games you were yeah. like oh that would be something I could do I could twitch stream and just like that would be something but because it's so solo yes, for the most terrifying. part it's terrifying to to get started and I think this is having mm-hmm. us both do it is definitely a big positive
2: yeah it really like makes it easier yeah less terrifying
1: I think streaming as well is like it's like um it's you're much more exposed with streaming. Like I yes. we can put this out and you can put videos out and you can obviously you can get comments, but you can hide behind the piece in front of you, so to speak, whereas streaming's like one-on-one interactions. Yeah, if you
2: mess up, you've messed up and everyone's gonna remember that. Yeah. You can't just edit it out.
1: Yeah. And then as well, like they can ask questions and that's always a double-edged sword. Cause,
2: yeah.
1: Because the internet is what the internet is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And she's been a girl, so you'll probably get a bunch of pervy comments anyway. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean I occasionally get a pervy comment, but it's never
0: like Yeah. <laughs> it's not like sending me pictures of your feet.
1: You know. I mean if someone's willing to pay for a picture of my gammy feet, they can have it, but Yeah. I don't feel like I lose too much to by to having to buy my
2: glasses. glasses.
0: Buy your glasses. Buy, buy
2: your my glasses. glasses. Yeah. That was the weirdest one I ever got. I'm like, oh, no, thank you. I need them to see.
0: I need them to actually see.
1: Just Fun. abandoned site for a few weeks.
0: Then... <laughs> but in terms of uh, in terms of topic for today, it was mainly just going to be to talk about like what we all think YouTube is in mm-hmm. 2023, 2024. Because I think the platform's gone through a lot of changes over the years. I mean, it's been what. 17 years since YouTube was founded something like that
2: we literally watched the video on we it li- watched the video
0: on it last night the, the, the me at the zoo video which is the first YouTube video uh i was, was like
2: 15 or 17 I 15 think. or seven, something yeah. like
0: that years ago so it's been a long time the platform has changed over over time um but we kind of like go back to that content thing and like where do you think YouTube as a as a platform is Cause you know, it went through that phase, what five, four, five years ago when all they were doing was pushing talk show clips. Like that front page was just your Jimmy Fallon's, your James Corden's like, you know, John Oliver, it was just that over and over and over and over again. And then they seem to have like dripped off of that now a little bit. That kind of seems to not really be the front page. Um, and it seems a little bit more tailored than it has been in a long while. Um, there is obviously still a feel to YouTube at the moment, and I think I brought this up in like three videos now. But Mr. Beast is obviously the You're feel,
1: Mr. Beast.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he, he, I mean, he's the most subscribed person on YouTube apart from that Indian uh, platform, which I can't remember the T series. I think That's it is something like that. Um, but there is a. Beastification of content in a way. well'
2: so popular, you become a verb. I know. <laughs> it's
0: bad. I mean, <laughs> but... so, so
1: I we, we I I watched the last one we did of this, and we also discussed content because apparently that's mm. what we discuss every year. Now, yeah, and we well, also I... discussed content with Ollie when we yes. we had Ollie on on the show. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's like it's it's an interesting point of view. Are like different, how, how, different, how point of view is different, different, that's the word I'm looking for, on what YouTube is. So I like, cause I did a whole solo podcast about YouTube, and my frank view is that YouTube is broken in the same way that Facebook is broken and Instagram are broken as platforms. Yeah. But that's like my default,
0: like, reaction. I, I, I think out of those three, though, only two of them are fixable um instagram is fixable Instagram's but,
1: fixable youtube's fixable facebook's not yeah, facebook's not
0: facebook's too bloated it's just it's unbelievably bloated and too fractured it's, it, you can't fix facebook now you just have to you have to basically burn it down and start again
1: i mean i just loaded up youtube and the homepage which is given as me is essentially a mix of some stuff i've already seen yeah. and have watched recently shorts, which they're trying to force on everybody. Yeah. Which is also the most frustrating thing ever, because I don't see YouTube as a quick content platform. No. It's like a long you content say that. platform. And they just want to compete with TikTok. That's all they're actually trying to do.
0: Of course it is. And the same reason Reels became a thing. However, um I'd be interested to see what the stats are on YouTube viewership on mobile devices versus desktop devices. Because I know from putting adverts out on Say Facebook and stuff like that, that even on Facebook, which is generally better on desktop anyway, and it's not a mobile centric app first, like Instagram was, was like 95% of all views on my posts are always mobile.
2: On YouTube? No, on, on Facebook. Facebook.
0: Um, so I don't know what the YouTube stats are, but I will be interested to see what they are because if they are, you know, 80, 90% mobile, then shorts does make sense to have.
2: I can't imagine it being eighty to ninety percent mobile. I the only time I ever use mo, like YouTube on my phone is if like I'm trying to remember a you like a music video or a song or something. I don't think I hardly unless maybe a journey, a train journey or something. I the never same. use YouTube on my phone.
0: For me, yeah, I like sometimes go on and view shorts.
2: I've never picked up my. I phone sometimes
0: technology. watch stuff in bed. But I don't generally open YouTube to find something to watch. It's generally that I've been linked to it from somewhere else. And I'm always a YouTube video. Okay, cool. Usually from Reddit and I'll sit and watch it in bed sideways like that. Trains, I guess. Yeah, is a thing. Um, but yeah, we watch most of our YouTube on Xbox, like we choose the, the app on that actually watch on the TV or I'll use it at work when I'm, you know, looking for tutorials and stuff and that kind of thing or listen to like a, Web podcast while I'm working, that kind of thing. But I'd be interested to see those stats. So, yeah.
1: I mean, I think shorts also suffers from like the thing you're saying, which was YouTube five years ago, which is most of the shorts which do get fed to me are interview clips with celebrities yeah. and clips from, you know, modern family and sitcoms and all these different things. And that's what gets fed to me. And I'm like, this well, isn't my viewership on YouTube. This isn't what I spend time watching on YouTube in any way, shape, or form.
0: The problem and with um, <laughs> the problem with shorts at the minute is they're unfairly weighted. So it's easier to get traction on shorts than it is the core feed. So it's unfairly weighted to push those shorts. I say unfairly, but it's it's stacked to push those shorts. So getting viewers from shorts is easier than the core platform. And you only need, I say, you only you need three million. Uh, short views and a thousand subscribers to get monetized. And it's 3000 watch hours and a thousand subscribers to get monetized on regular content. Getting your 3 million on shorts is actually fairly easy. If you upload TV show clips or interviews with celebrities, I can't believe this person said this and you go that clickbait route, you can get to a point where you can get sub like, you know, monetized much, much easier because of that waiting system of that.
2: Plus, but, it's easier to smash out a load of sheer know, number of shots. Well, that's
0: it as well, and no one seems to be punished for copyright on shorts either. I haven't. I, I don't really see a lot of it because it's like, yeah, get a TV show, pull, get an episode of Family Guy, pull out make five jokes. Um, yeah, pull out five jokes, make it slightly faster. Love some Subway Surfers underneath it. Um, oh, pl-
2: that? Sorry, I've just clicked i just clicked is that why they do that yeah well oh, sorry
0: attention spans <laughs> isn't it?
2: and
1: then two, two things at once you two
0: things to at once attention. Attention yeah.
2: no, and then copyright as well oh, yeah okay.
0: probably and then yeah just slap five of those up and then it's you don't even have to make good content someone's already done it for you so yeah it, it's i mean they're not channels that'll ever last and it is what it is but it just kind of clogs the platform i can't say
2: i've ever popped up youtube and decided to watch a short ever
0: it's, it's it's one of those things
1: that creates that like moss layer on top, which we've, t- we've talked about before. It's like the content crushed you have to get to to get the stuff you actually want to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like on Instagram with like um, clickbait stuff and, yeah. you know, just stuff that's there for the sake of being there. And
2: Oh, those bloody, your first person in your <laughs> list is going to be this.
0: Remember when that was a thing?
2: I, all over mine.
0: I don't get them anymore. I like, I've, I've managed to get rid of them. Th- those posts on Instagram which was like the third person you tag is going to be the person that you go on it with to this dream location, a generic picture of right. Dubai, you know. And it, and it's like I used to get so many of them. They're just click farms. Click and it's just all it is. Um tell you what the place is the worst for that right now, Twitter. Like
1: I oh, see I'm not I'm not on Twitter anymore. I abandoned it.
0: Like, yeah, like, I, I only use it ship. i use it for like uh gaming news because a lot of it hasn't moved over to other platforms yet threads is getting better and there's quite a few creators i follow on threads that help with that but what threads doesn't have is a topic so i can't search by topic and see the tweets around that topic which is the thing that the one thing that threads is missing because otherwise i'm quite enjoying it but you mean blue sky just
1: became available so as of today blue sky became available today as a platform yeah it's terrible like to anybody I know and I got, got the, I got the
0: email for the for the beta. I don't like it. Blue Sky like be on, yeah. Blue Sky. It's like a Twitter clone. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's meh. Just, it's it is what it is, but it's, it does have to- topics, so you can find stuff. Like, yeah, know, yeah. I, that's the one big thing Threads is missing. But yeah, like I still use Twitter for that element of it. Like when the Insomniac League happened the other day, and I wanted to find out what was going on. There's a topic. I could go there. and I can see the tweets around that. But Twitter is the worst place for that moss on top. Like, it's horrible. Really, I've bad. never
2: really been a Twitter person. Well, at
0: the minute, where they've been so right wing as well, you get a lot of people going, um, they'll just say, What's wrong with this photo? And it'll be a photo. And they're just waiting for people in the comments to go, "Those black people. It's <laughs> like,
2: Yeah.
0: What, what, what is this content? <laughs> What's he like? It's just a picture of people. <laughs> What's going on? Like, or it'll be, yeah, it's just, thinly veiled sexism and racism. It's just not good. There's a guy on there. I think his name is like Ian Miles Chong or something. And like, no matter what I do, I cannot get him to stop coming up in my feed. And it's like even blocked him. uh, He just keeps coming up in my home feed and that suggested feed. And it is absolute garbage. Everything he puts out is just like this kind of like hate bait. It's, It's awful. It's just bad times. Don't
2: go on Twitter. No, don't go on Twitter. <laughs> I, I, I have a Twitter account just because they did that stupid thing where you can only look at so many things unless you were signed in. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I have an account, but I think it's just that I want to be able to look at this account. Not
0: fine. Do you have to user. pay soon anyway? Because Elon will
1: run out of money.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, true. Good point. True, like Pinterest, where it's like you see it, and it's like I'll view the thumbnail, but when I click on it, I don't have a Pinterest account, so I get the thumbnail, and that's about all I get.
2: Oh, it's to, really, to places now, that still thing.
0: do that is so annoying. It is really annoying. It's obviously it's how they it's built is. a subscriber base, which is how they built their value to their shareholders, which is how they got yeah. their investment, which is how they grew, but, uh, yeah. Could do it in a net positive way. Like when Dropbox, if someone sent you something on Dropbox and you didn't have enough storage, if you invited someone else, they would give you more storage. Not that's funny. that's a, that's the Dropbox method of growth. and that, that's like That's a net positive for everyone. But yeah, just signing up to see stuff—it's a net negative, isn't
1: it? It's—it's—I uh, it's, don't know. I, I feel like it's interesting that you—you you kind of you guys have started making stuff, and you're coming to into this environment like by choice,
2: essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing is that, like we were saying, we weren't doing it to like gain followers or anything like that. I think we're just doing it for us, so it doesn't. We don't mind that it's a bit of a weird environment. So we don't really mind if not loads of people see. No, Does I that makes sense.
0: I think like yeah, because that's not our aim at yeah. all. Look, what is the goal? Uh, if what is the long-term goal of this? Look, it, it's a creative outlet, and if we if we get to a point where we can monetize the channel in some way, shape, or form because people are enjoying it, and we can get a couple of holidays a year out of it, you know, in the self most selfish way that's that's our total goal for the channel. Like, if we can get...
2: Someone to pay us to film something. What thing? something.
0: Yeah. Like, that would be cool. And if someone sent us some free luggage, that would be cool. And if someone gifted us a camera, that would be cool. Like, obviously free stuff is cool. And, like, making a bit of money to go on adventures is cool. But realistically... If we don't get to that, it's just a creative outlet for us to do some stuff, isn't it maybe meet some cool people as well. Your microphone's gone. no, you're bad. No, your microphone went for a second. I mean, still here as far
1: as I know. I'm I'm still sitting here. Yeah. Um, No, I mean, yeah. I, I think I don't think it's a bad plan. I think it's it's like, I think that's why this, this was kind of like the other, other part of it we were discussing it is I find it interesting reasons why people get into YouTube. Right. Cause like we, we think of like the younger generation, like we were saying at the very beginning, a lot of them get into YouTube to get famous and instantly start with an already fake personality. And that's like a very real risk for like. Kids, and then I think you get the other spectrum, which is people who are much older than us. They were in like the fifties and sixties, who don't know what YouTube is, but just need somewhere to post what they were doing anyway. Like, oh, here's me making you know a cake. Oh, here's me doing this, and then they get weirdly famous because it's so uncut, essentially.
0: Yeah, I mean, like we've mentioned this in the in the thing. Like there is a there is a backlash to that kind of TikTokking of drama and that beastification of content and like it is like there is a backlash to that at the minute and there is channels that are doing growth and i mentioned the one on the thing uh the day there's some dude who everyone keeps pointing out at the minute who's got exponential growth he's grown really fast in like two years
2: the fastest person to get to a million subs ever no i thought it was
0: no, Peter McKinnon was originally, uh, then, right. but then someone else is now. I can it's, it's all over the place. Either way, the guy's nice. growing. He's growing fast. He's growing really fast. His content is really just building himself, workout, giving updates about his workout, and you know, talking in his car on his like. That's what he's doing. Um, and it's yeah, it's chill. old it's, vlog, it's... vlog format. So, that's like vlog
1: format from like 2006.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like... not trying. Yeah. Really, yeah. Like well, that's what blogs school. used to be,
1: didn't they? Like when they started, it was like not trying, going about my day. I live in California, and I'm doing this, and I just happen to be here. And then it 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 went through that process of oh, nipple got to blow that
0: nipple,
1: out. Blow um, out. <laughs> can't have that on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, it's like kind of uh, it went through like like the the beastification as we're using this as a verb now of being evolved and then you got people like Tabuscus who changed all of that what vlogging was and then there was like vlog vlog families and then you know what's the word I want to say inspirators but that's not the word influencer stuff grew out of that and it got changed yeah. and then it's dropped back again to this kind of stuff where it's like
0: just some guy. Yeah I think I think there is different phases, isn't there? There's there was the kind of like day in the life, then there was like family vlog stuff, then there was over-the-top stuff then you had a kind of like all right Casey Neistat seems to have nailed this and we're all going to try and emulate Casey Neistat and then post that it was went back to the Logan Paul kind of over the top shouty screamy young kids make a mess that's funny isn't it um you know style and I think then I think what Mr. Beast did, like, because again, I say beastification, like, it's a really, really bad thing. Like, I think what he did was, like, nail a formula, and where he was riding that kind of loud, bombastic trend for a while, I think he has nailed it, and even he's toned it down in the last couple of years, for sure, as part of his growth. And, like, we watched
2: a couple of his... three last night. Three three of
0: his videos last night, because we were just kind of, like, researching with it, and, like, his content is not that bad like
2: it's engaging it's
0: actually is engaging and it's built in a way that is engaging like i didn't vibe with his early stuff because it is shout 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 but like the one of the ones we watched last night which is a guy in a supermarket surviving every day he gets 10 grand or whatever kind of thing that flowed like a decent vlog really it flowed yeah. like a decent video there wasn't it It didn't feel like you know those. I've had five Red Bulls, and like the screen is like screaming at me, kind of thing. Yeah, think of the thing, the something which uh, which we haven't really mentioned is that, like the past
1: ten years or how long YouTube's gone, it's gone from post anything to semi adult to teenage, and now it's PG thirteen. Like you yeah. can't have stuff on YouTube which is over that, which does particularly well or gets pushed. And I think, like you say, Mr. Beast, he landed in that section of we have to appeal to 13-year-olds and it has to be safe for 13-year-olds.
0: Yes, and I think that was probably a backlash to the Pauls yes. and the Dobricks and people like that whose content was being consumed by kids, but yet probably mean, wasn't really that suited for kids because they were teenagers there were teenage boys doing what teenage boys do which is sex and anarchy and fucking around yeah and like but their content was being consumed by eleven year olds so it wasn't quite suitable yeah, yeah
1: they were they were, they would they were having the personalities of teenage boys but they were all men because they were all like
0: eighteens twenty yeah it's like, yeah but you know like it's been a while since any of us were 18 to 20, um, but yes, it's a long way back to 17, um, to quote Blink, but, like, you like when you're 18 to 20 at uni, that's what you do, you mess around, and you are childish still, like, anyone that says someone's a fully formed adult by the time they're 18 is, like, it's not really, not really, like, you, you, you should know right from wrong, sure, um, and you should have some common sense, sure, but, your desire to buckle down and fly right and, you know, get a job and pay some taxes. It's not there yet, is it? I mean, I just still don't know. When is it coming? (laughs) My my late thirties and I still don't have that. Like, um, but yeah, like, I don't know, like, but I don't know what's next. And I think, I think there is, I think there will be a rejection to that bombastic loud because all those kids that grew up with all that crap five years ago are now in their late teens. And they're still using YouTube as a form of entertainment. No one's abandoning it because it is so amorphous and evolving at all time, they just have to find what their next thing is.
1: I think that's that's kind of the interesting thing of YouTube right now is so I, I don't like I like talking to YouTube, right? If I look at YouTube, I don't think you're watching travel vlogs on YouTube. Right? That's not my you, like thought. What process. do we what do we look like we watch? True crime. Well, yeah. <laughs> like the, the go-to is like you're watching true crime documentaries on, on youtube maybe or music videos from you know early two thousand emo and that's that's kind of the the lane you're in when i think youtube and think of you and in the same way like i, I don't really know what anyone else uses youtube for i know what i use it for and i know what's specific to like we like friends brent charlotte who've been on the podcast they watch meme videos on youtube like compilation meme videos
2: Oh, we've all fallen Um, into that hole, though. That's happened.
1: Yeah. And it's definitely like this weird thing of like, it's hard to tell what the next turn of YouTube would be because I
0: think everyone consumes it slightly differently. But I do think that's YouTube's big problem. YouTube doesn't... it's, It's fine when you've watched for a while and you subscribe to a lot of stuff. So my homepage is fairly tailored at this point to me. However, I think when you first open YouTube, in fact, any social media app, if you create a new account on any social media app, right, it has no idea what you want, and you have to tell it, right? But it's what its default is. Like, if you open a new Instagram account now, it still suggests to you, Paris Hilton, to, to follow. And it's like, you should follow Beyonce you should follow CNN. You should follow Disney. You should follow... It's like, it
2: was like a nightmare.
0: Yeah. There's just nothing. And But the things it does, is not a, here's a random selection of different subsections of uh, the platform. It's, here's what we've decided is popular right now. And I think YouTube's phases of like, it's talk show phase, it's vlog phase, it's loud shouty phase, it's, you know, all these different phases that it's gone through. I think what it pushes is the problem. And it almost should, we should be at a point now where there's what fa- millions, billions of hours worth of content on YouTube, right? It should be at a point now where it should have a much better categorization system. It really should have a much better categorization system. And then when you go on YouTube, you can tell it I'm in to 2000s email. I'm in to like, it doesn't have a proper topic tagging element to it like i can't tag a video because it's tags it's tags right but like i can't say this video that we're on about now is about content creation youtube and it's like there isn't a subsection for 2000 zemo there isn't a subsection for i'm interested in talk shows there isn't a subsection for i'm interested in animation um animation that's 18 plus you know adult animation Okay, and it's like you can't do that. So, how is it ever going to expect to feed what you want properly if it can't sort through its own crap? Essentially,
1: I guess that's maybe the, the open question then for both of you is, what do you want from YouTube? Like, not not in terms of like what you want in terms of you know your channel and what you grow it into or whatever. But what do you actually want from
2: YouTube? I, I just use it as my sort of easy entertainment. Like you can pick something that you like, but you don't have to like. Not like when you put TV on, you're not stuck watching whatever's on TV. Like you can be like, oh, I feel like feel like watching this, and then you can watch it. So that's the only really reason I use it.
0: I think I would like a really hypocritical thing. I want it to be both more curated and less curated at the same time. So I want more curation in the sense that I can tell it that it needs to stop showing me top gear on my front page, right? Not obviously I blocked and got rid of the top gear stuff because I just don't, I'm not interested in cars. I don't care. But the amount of clips that still come up on my front page because I'm a white man in England in, And he's middle-aged so it's like i just get that all the time like i want to be able to curate more and i want to be able to delve through topics again i want to be able to find a trending tab of topics and like delve through topics like when a new video game comes out and i want to see what's going on with say you know starfield right starfield comes out and i want to look at videos related to starfield like i can put starfield in the search bar but the search is horrible Mm-hmm. Is I don't know what's fueling that surge, but at the same time, I think one of the things we are missing now is, and I, I'm going to say it's less curation, but it's not less curation. It's it's less curated on my end, but more curated on another end. Where you when you used to turn TV on, you're watching what's on TV, and if you're flicking through channels, you might find something you wouldn't have thought about watching, and I find that element missing from a lot of digital streaming media. And I remember when... Um, uh, so, like, first streaming video stuff, like, came prominent, right? And there was these 24-hour TV channels on internet, dodgy internet sites, right? Street, dodgy streaming sites. where you could go watch Simpsons 24 oh, hours. Oh,
2: I missed that website. Missed yeah, or, like, website. Family
0: Guy 24 Because I don't want to have... If I want to watch a bit of simpsons i don't want to have to go into the disney plus app i don't want to have to pick one of 35 seasons and then pick an episode i just want random play a random episode right and if i just put on the simpsons 24 hour channel and that stream that'd be good and again to go back to curation if you had a topic that was say uh 2000 emo, and you clicked on 2000 emo, and it was a mix of music videos and people talking about it and it, that was a curated playlist by youtube of a topic to make sure that no crap ends up in there for sure that becomes an uncurated way for me to watch but you get what i mean
2: like how spotify has so-and-so radio so say you've got a band yeah. that you like and then you click on it it's like here are all these songs related this band so like they're really good it's, if i click on one of those nine times out of ten i've enjoyed every song on that list because it's so similar
0: yeah, and I think Spotify does curate those so That's
2: what I mean. So you have like radios, a video YouTube version of that.
0: But it's also an uncurated way to listen. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's, it's,
0: yeah. It's I just it's want it
2: spontaneous to spontaneous discovery.
1: Stuff. Hmm? I say it's, it's spontaneous discovery, but it's not. Yeah, I think
0: I think it needs more of that. And, yeah. Because I, I think as well, like when you click on videos and you're watching it, the sidebar is generally just more videos from that channel. Generally. Yeah. It, it is very it's very little. But
1: but it's weird because you can, if you use YouTube music, you can choose a mix and it will yes. do the thing where it's like shows you similar things. Like if you chose a Blink-182 video and you're like, mix Blink-182, it'll show you other videos from that era and be yeah. like, yeah,
0: these are the things you enjoy.
2: But it also then puts the same song on three times. I've noticed that when you yeah. put a playlist yeah. on the other day.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you get like, oh, here's this version. Here's this version. Here's a live version. Here's a lyric video. And you're like, oh, great. Yeah. But yeah, like the thing that like a mix of topic would be good. Like, but they they would have to be curated. They'd have to have human interaction with them, and then they'll probably get accused of playing favorites. But then they already do that anyway, so I don't.
2: (laughs) I just want it to stop showing these videos we've already watched in the suggested section. Yeah, that's that's my one thing.
0: I want topics. I want greater depth. I genres work, right? Genres work. That's it. it. It like it works in film. It works in music. You know, it works in literature. Make it work in digital streaming video.
1: Yeah, I think you're both right. I think there's, there's, it's a definitely a level of. I mean, my number one gripe with YouTube is like I have two, which is one that the homepage isn't the things I'm actually subscribed to is a bunch of stuff which I don't care about, and two that not all people get notified when your video goes live who's actually subscribed to you, which is the same issue of every other algorithm platform.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course,
1: correct. And obviously adverts, which are like two minutes long between videos right now. But that that's the whole thing. Um, but yeah, no, I think genre and actual curation of what's there and responding to what you enjoy is a big thing. Like you mentioned tags. It literally tells you when you're adding tags, these have no effect. Yeah. It's like you're tagging it, but these have no effect. They're basically just to catch misworded things now where you can put in word variations. And that's that seems ridiculous when you have things which, like you say, on other platforms, which will do this job for you. Spotify do it. Amazon Music does it. Reddit is probably the example I'd use best, which does it best. Like, yeah, it shows Red- you stuff you want, and then it'll throw in a random category every so often. You'll be like, never knew I liked this,
0: but now I'm into this. Reddit is pretty good, yes. It is yeah. a lot of the way there, except Reddit still has this thing, that it knows that I am a white male in oh, yeah. my middle age, and it still keeps showing me football content.
1: And it's You're like a white male in England, man. You have to like football. I, I have to like football and cars. Like I, football I and have cars. to see Call of Duty adverts. I don't care about Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You love Warzone. They're gonna like bring me, bring me like all the Call of Duty stuff and the the football stuff.
0: I don't care about any of that. Yeah, like it, I think there is just uh, things need to get better like that across the internet, anyway, don't they, sir? In general but you know one of my theories about you know you're saying um it doesn't notify all your subscribers yeah. one of my theories about that is so when the logarithm shows people content it shows it to the people it thinks are going to be most interested right and then if they don't interact with it it thinks it's bad content so then does it push it out to more people and i think it doesn't show all your subscribers because, say you've got 1,000 subscribers, 200 of them are dead. They're dead subscribers, right? So they're old. Now, if it did show your content to everyone, there's a higher chance people would unsubscribe. So not only would it make um, YouTubers or... Content creators more sad because they're going to get more things. It also decreases everyone's numbers. So it makes the platform look less populated. Yeah, that does make sense. That's my conspiracy. That's my conspiracy
2: theory.
0: It could quite quite work.
1: I think we fixed YouTube today. I think we fixed YouTube. We'll send this to the big bosses. That's what you
2: got to do.
0: Yeah. Saw it. Welcome to the oh, good. We've got a shoot yeah. in a second because Amy's gonna be back at work soon. So You do. I Just have start... two questions for you. Go to
1: end this out. Uh one of them's new, so brace yourself. Ooh. Uh I
2: don't like being on the spot. <laughs> you resign. You resign. I'm panicking. <laughs>
1: um so the new question which I've started asking people is that when you reflect on like what you're doing and why you're here and all those kinds of things and who you are, is uh is this what you saw yourself doing when you were a kid? No. Like, is this what you wanted? What What did you want now, then versus now? Is this?
0: No idea.
2: I have no idea what I wanted to do when I was a kid.
0: That's the problem. That's why I fell into hospitality so easily because it was like, it was fun. Hospitality is fun to work in when you're young because you're like, you're talking to pretty girls and you're around drinks and you're around live, loud music and you're having fun and you're staying out late. And it's like, I fell into that industry and stayed within that industry because I didn't know what else I had. I wanted to do really.
2: I want to say that I knew what I wanted to do when I was a kid. But I do think if you ask like thirteen, fourteen year old me to look at this now, they'd be pretty happy. And maybe not as a kid, like kid, they'd be like, "Why are you just working in a restaurant?" But then I think, like, and they didn't really care about anything else. But I feel like if you ask like thirteen, fourteen year old me, and be like, "Oh, look what you're doing now." You'd be like, "Oh no, your life's pretty cool," you know?
0: Yeah, I don't think like yeah, sixteen year old me would be annoyed about what I'm doing now. I don't think they would be. I think they'd be like, "Oh no, your life's pretty chill," or, like because I've. Re- like purposely rejected like standard societal pressures and do things my own way. And like, I think a lot of my friends do. And I think a lot of people in our generation and the people I hang out with do like, none of us have a traditional life. None of my friend group does at all. Um, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had no clue. I I didn't understand society as growing up. I didn't, I didn't get it. Um, so I I was very confused about the world in general. Um, and I still am for the most, but well, no, I'm not. I understand it now, but I'm confused why people uh, participate. <laughs> that's the that's my now that's now my confusion. Uh, why do you put up with these crappy work conditions? Why do you put up with low wages? Why do you put up with get price gouging? Why do you put up with a Tory government? You know all this kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't see it, but at the same time, I'm not mad about it.
2: I think it's a fair way man. of putting it. Yeah.
1: I mean, just just for context, I think sixteen-year-old you would be unimpressed with anything you do, Martin, because he was unimpressed.
0: Sixteen-year-old <laughs> he was unimpressed <laughs> with anything.
1: But you could show him the moon. You'd be like, nah, not into that." No. picture
0: it so well. If it wasn't Tony Hawks and eating a pizza, I wasn't bothered. I
1: don't think you were that impressed with that, to be honest. I think it was just the level like, nah, oh,
0: it's
1: like, a- "Cool." And then my my final <laughs> question, which <laughs> Martin already knows, uh, so maybe more for you, Amy. Who should I talk to next?
2: Ooh. On this show? Oh, I don't know. Last a lot time, of pressure.
0: I suggested, uh, uh, my two suggestions he hasn't managed to get. So <laughs> I said. But well, like, I did get rejections from them. Like so least
2: well, you got something. Did you just, see balloons? You see <laughs> balloons? Yeah,
1: that? I don't know where the balloons came <laughs> from. I saw. <laughs> okay. Nowhere
0: near the computer, so. That's mm, what either it. way. Celebration, (laughs) New Year. Well, I suggested Danhausen, um, just but that's just before he got signed to AEW. Then he obviously got signed to AEW, so that was a problem. And then the other person was Alana Pierce because I just find it infinitely interesting. Um, But the Australian blonde.
2: Oh yeah, of course.
0: Gaming, yeah. Um, Not to (laughs) take down (laughs) her achievements.
2: (laughs) I recognize video game game writer, podcaster, journalist.
0: Not Australian, but Australian blonde, blonde gaming. gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Where you've gone, Ariolana? This that's the first place I went to. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know who who have we watched. That's recent. That's small ish. That yeah, I think small. But...
1: Give me. You could give me one small and one big, and I can see if I can actually get either of them. This. Year. I
2: think we watched. Big. Yeah. Lgr. Yes, that is a. 10 out
0: of 10 suggestion. LGR. LGR. Lazy gaming
2: reviews.
0: It? Yeah, lazy gaming reviews. But this guy...
2: I reckon he'd do it.
0: He's I think he really probably really would. Sweet. Right? He's some bloke, and I think he's from like North Carolina or something. Like I don't know I can't who Boy boy's from. But he does lazy gaming reviews, but he also is... The man is obsessed with retro tech, right? And he gets... So excited about an old Sound Blaster uh, audio card for a PC that he has. He's got like full Windows 95 setups with uh, in his like.
2: I've got several full ones. Several. He
0: does a really great impression of Juke Nukem and that's. I mean, that's key. a reason. That's a reason he loves Juke Nukem. And he loves um, some wood grain. And some were grown. Yeah, he's just a big old nerd who loves tech. And like, you know, he goes on these things where people send him stuff in the mail um, that they've found, like old tech and stuff. And he'll get like a word processor that he'd never heard of, like a like a, a CD-ROM of a word processing software he'd never heard of. And he's like, amazing! Oh my god, look at the man! And he gets so excited about it.
2: I, I reckon he'd do it, you know. Yeah, but I think he probably yeah, would if, if he had time. he was just a chill guy.
0: In the yeah. email I will. forget that one. Out. And anyone small? Small. Or medium? Oh no, just oh, small in stature. I can say your phone is, <laughs> my phone, my phone is the camera. My phone is the camera right phone now. I've
2: Using mine because my YouTube is like because I ended up watching it with like you. None of my YouTube is yeah mine. Mine's just still like makeup influencers because I've not unfollowed anyone since two
1: thousand and twelve. I could ask makeup influencers. Oh,
0: I'll tell you what you then. Um, right, so there's an, the the abroad in Japan group. Like obviously, Chris is very busy. Connor is very busy.
2: Natsuki.
0: Natsuki doesn't really do it though. I was going to Natsuki would be great, but he doesn't really.
2: He's also very Japanese.
0: He's quite Japanese, yes. Um, but there's a guy in there called Premier 2 and um, oh. he's a Canadian dude. Uh, Pete, I, think
2: his, name I is... think his name is Pete. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and he's part of that group and he's in it. And he does live streams within Japan. He's a Canadian dude that lives in Japan. He does live streams there. Um, his YouTube channel is not huge his self YouTube channel is not huge Um, but he seems like a really chill interesting dude Um,
2: he was quite good on Chris's podcast yeah yeah. he was
0: on the last abroad in Japan podcast just chilling but he's like yeah just an interesting dude and like I think he just seems really nice so yeah if you're going to get someone from that group of people I think Pete would be the one to talk to if not get Natsuki because Natsuki's great
2: I think he'd be funny (laughs)
1: Nice. And this is how we discover things because YouTube doesn't do a good job. So, you know, exactly. we, we suggest people to, to come in. All right, then. Well, uh, yeah, I think we can probably call it around there. It's been lovely as always. As always. Yeah, we'll do this again. So we will
2: see like you. My brain's stopped working then. Well, yes, we, it's nice. <laughs> we will
0: speak to you in what day is it today? It's 22nd today.
2: Two days. 23rd today.
0: 23rd. We'll see. You in, I'll speak to you in two days.
1: You'll speak to me in two days. I'll speak to these guys in a couple of weeks and we'll go from there. Thank you very, very much.
2: We'll speak yeah. to you guys in a year.
0: Yeah, we'll speak to you <laughs> in a year. Yeah, we'll speak to these guys we'll speak in a year. In the year. We'll these f- guys, we'll speak to specifically, you in two days. <laughs> no. Yeah, we'll
1: we'll talk to these guys there.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs>